Welcome to the Launchbox Studios, downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania. Today's sponsors uh, for the podcast brought to you by the Clay Cup in downtown Altoona. Mike is in the house. Micah, thanks for being here, dude. Oh, yeah, man. You brought some Clay Cup in to kick off the show. I did. I did. So you know what's going on. You know who the sponsors are. I do. I know them very well. <laughs> you love the Clay Cup. I do love the Clay Cup. I do as well. And if you're looking for a great place for coffee, uh, a great place for some delicious tea, you're a tea guy now as I'm well. I'm a tea guy now as well, there yes. We we're, we're rolling strong with tea over here. And uh, if you're looking for creativity on top of your coffee and your tea, that's what the Clay Cup offers. Uh, pottery painting classes, watercolor classes. You can make your own bath bomb classes now at the Clay Cup. I have never in my life <laughs> used a bath bomb. They're kind of cool. So I check mean, them out. Yeah. And your whole tub turns into like a rainbow. Yeah. Well, we have this like small tub, so I would need a bigger tub to be able to, gotcha. to, to try these out. So first, got to buy Mike a big tub. Big and tub. Then, and then, then, we're then we'll grow in and do it. <laughs> so uh, at the Clay Cup on Facebook and on Instagram, 1304 11th Avenue in downtown Altoona, and also Trade Secrets in downtown Altoona. Uh, Secrets in Trade on Facebook. Trade Secrets underscore skincare on Instagram. And uh, I actually ran into your wife, Bethany, at Trade Secrets a few weeks ago. Yep, well, she, before Christmas. Oh, she's a huge advocate for Trade Secrets, and they do such a great job. She, that was like Christmas this year. All of the women in our family, they got Trade Secrets stuff because Same she loved it. Yeah, because they love it. Yeah. They love it. So if she gets close to running out, she's like scheduling to go back and get everything that she wants there. So Right. The great thing is, like, so Steph, who runs Trade Secrets, they make all their products in-house like deodorants bath bombs uh, wax melts body lotions body butters like literally they make it all there they don't add any weird chemicals so it's all natural it's really good for your body so if you have weird allergies or anything like that um, you don't have to worry about that yeah and they're fairly priced too it's not overpriced it's right it's it's anyone can really buy it it's manageable for anyone yeah of really any income and I, it's good and the I idea mean, is also you're shopping local yeah you're keeping it local in in downtown altoona so if you live outside of altoona you want to drive in. Yeah. Make the trip. Make get on the, the plane. Yep. Get in here to trade Well, they're going to get their website up too soon, and then they can order out. and they, That's the move. It's going to be an enterprise. It's going to be huge. All right. Let's get on to the show. Let's do it. Let's do this, bad boy. This is Rob Z Radio. This is the, not the first time that Mike has been on the podcast, but the first time to talk wrestling. Oh, yeah. Wrestling. The first time to talk wrestling with Micah Marshall. I'm oh, dude. I'm it. so excited. <laughs> you, this, is, this goes back a couple of months ago. You're like, when the rumble's over, you got to get me in there. When we're doing a podcast on, on wrestling. Because I think it's my third podcast, but this time we're talking wrestling. We're actually talking professional wrestling. And I'm friends. all about that. So we're, uh, what, two days removed from Royal Rumble 2018. One of my favorite Rumbles of all time. Now, you weren't quite as excited as I was. I was more excited uh, for the Women's Rumble. I just thought it was phenomenal. Not too excited about the Men's Rumble, but we'll get to that. Yeah, it wasn't... Uh, it, it, I, I'll, I'll say this. The Men's Rumble surpassed my expectations, and that's all I can ask well, for. Well, and that's good. That that's is all, very good. That's all I can really ask for. So before we start things off, we got to start... We, this I like to call these podcasts Total Marks. Yep. Because you got the Total Divas show. Oh, on, yeah. You know, but we're oh, not, yeah. We're not divas. We're Total Marks for wrestling. Yeah, so that's it. we got to start it off with... Uh, well, that's not the right thing. Let's hit the right button. Oh, yeah. Because you get the chant before you do anything now. That's it. Yeah. Before you even open your mouth, the crowd's going... <laughs> 
the first time somebody locks up in the ring, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. So we're going to kick it off. So, all right, man. Um, Royal Rumble 2018. I guess before we get into it, though, like, what is your history as a wrestling fan so people will understand? Well, man, when I was young, you my cousin, George, introduced me to uh, wrestling. I remember being at my Uncle Ron's house. I go downstairs. I'm just like a young kid, and my older cousin, George, is watching wrestling. And right. so I just begin to sit there and watch that pay-per-view with him, and I was instantly hooked. What was it? Do you remember? Uh, it was actually the one where Owen Hart had his accident and passed away. Oh, wow. So Over it was very, like, it was very memorable in my mind that because was show that was watched. the first show I ever watched with wrestling. So, um, but I got addicted to it and I got into it straight from there. Um, and I went through the whole thing, man, the Monday Night Wars, uh, switching between WCW and WWE back and forth when the war was going on. Yeah. Um, but I instantly got hooked. It was just, it was something that I connected with right away. That's funny because, like, we're about the same age. Yeah. And I feel bad for kids who didn't grow up in the 90s. Oh, yeah, Because man. wrestling was just on fire. Yeah. It was crazy how good it was. Yeah. And I, I look back now, and I, I talk to, like, I talk to some younger kids who watch wrestling, and they love it. They, they love what's going on right now, but I'm like, yeah, sorry, but you have no idea. Yeah, like, you don't understand what we have <laughs> yeah. seen. You don't understand what we have watched. What we've gone through. Oh, man. But that's the same way as talking to, like, an old wrestling fan from, like, back in the 70s. Like, yeah, but you missed the territories. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's, that's the like, same deal. My dad was always a Bruno San Martino fan. Like, that, oh, okay. was, his, that was his guy. And so, um, you know, he, he kind of grew up watching that, and then it just, you know, I got hooked, man. It was it. I saw Shawn Michaels, and that was like Shawn Michaels was my my guy oh, in, in the WWE. And then I absolutely uh, – Sting was my guy in uh, WCW. Okay. Um, and I just connected with those guys, and I just loved watching them wrestle. It was just – HBK is the man. He, oh, yeah. he brings an energy, and he brings a drive like – I don't think anyone can can top that. I mean, he is Mr. WrestleMania. Yeah, the showstopper. He is a showstopper. He is. He's he's probably the best in-ring performer that ever lived. That as ever far lived. As, like, the versatility and everything Ab- that he could yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. And then when Sting came out in that Crow character uh, in that time frame, that's when I was just hooked because no one really did that. Yeah. Um, so he really brought this other other character and other dimension to the WCW um, and then taking on the NWO, um, taking on Hulk Hogan and all of them. It was just, it was just classic. And it's just one of those things that I always remember. I was so into Sting because I was, I was always a WWF guy, but I watched both. I'd flip back and forth. I was so into Sting when he became the crow until he actually wrestled because they ruined it. Yeah, they, they killed they, it. They killed it right off that, that Starcade 97. Yep. They killed it right off the bat. It was yes, like, man, did. if he would have just, not wrestled Hogan, maybe. Yeah, yeah anybody with <laughs> if, Hogan. If Brett wouldn't have come down. Yeah. You know, they just like they screwed the whole thing up. But yeah, uh, uh, the funny thing, I didn't know this because I always, my, my friend Dave, who usually is on Total Marks with me, his favorite wrestler of all time, Shawn Michaels, yeah. HBK. Yeah. And I, I always make fun of HBK now because of the eye. Oh, yeah. Because he yeah. was like the, you know, every woman wanted him. Oh, yeah. And now yeah. he's got the lazy eye. And I'm like, what happened that he got that eye? I guess some, it was like in 08 or somewhere, he was wrestling Jericho. Yeah, and he got smashed into the TV. Goes, or the screen, wasn't it? The well, he screen? said he said it was a ladder. A oh, ladder, a ladder. The okay, okay. And it like it like broke his retina or something. Oh like that. man, I never knew that. Yeah. I never knew what happened. He told oh, yeah. me that. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I guess yeah. he had like operations done, but it didn't. Nothing could change it. And I think the one thing I love about HBK, an HBK pop. Yeah. When he comes through and he's there, the place just goes, they go insane. It's just, he is one of the biggest pops that you just see. When he comes back, when he returns, people just go nuts because they know that he's going to bring it in. And what a great, what a great personality in the ring. Yeah. Um, just, you know, from the DX, from generate, you know, DX all the way to just being himself, his, 
you know, rivalry with The Undertaker, um, the good versus evil when they did yeah. the whole thing. I mean, uh, HBK versus God. Yeah, that one? yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, it was like the whole God aspect with <laughs> Mr. Ma- Mr. McMahon's bringing God into it and everything like that. But uh, he's got an incredible story. He had incredible, just incredible legacy that he left. You just read his book, right? Uh, yeah, I just read his book, and it was just the things that man dealt with and the, the just the demons and the temptations that he overcame uh, through all of it was just absolutely incredible. Um, but but yeah, I'm just he he was my dude. Yeah, yeah. He and I was. Did you watch? You watched Raw twenty five, right? Yes. Came out. I was. Yep. Everybody across the board was pretty disappointed with Raw twenty five, and I felt like Sean was uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know when he was out there with Triple H. This I felt like he. Uh, I, I guess the crowd had been booing all night, so yeah. I guess backstage they could probably hear that. Yeah. But he could tell like well, there was it, there was something not on about yeah. him. He wasn't the heartbreak. He, yeah, he wasn't having it, and it was. I mean that. To choose to do two venues, I don't know if that was the best idea that they had. I understand that they wanted to have yeah. that memory of the original, but I don't think they should have went that way. Um, they could have done like a highlight of it, um, but that crowd in there, man, they were furious. They were they wanted the refunds. They wanted yeah. money back because of all of it. And so, you know, the WWE tried to do some little things here and there to make it more uh, likable and try to make more people get into it, but they just weren't having it. But when they came out, it just it wasn't it wasn't the same. No, it and wasn't the same. I, I'll tell you, and everybody who's talked about Raw twenty five said the same exact thing because it, it's it's like you want these old guys to come back, but you want them to do something new. And at least they put over uh, the Balor Club. At least they gave them the Wolf. Well, yeah, the yeah, the two sweet. But then yep. you come out and you crush Revival, like yeah. one of the best tag teams they have. Yeah, and yeah. you bury them after Luke and after Gallows and Anderson have been jobbing out for like six months. Yeah, right. All like, of a sudden they're so on top again. That, yeah, and that just doesn't make sense. <laughs> just, and I'm not gonna lie, man. When the Undertaker came out, he did not look comfortable either. Like no, you no. just kind of saw it. He just wasn't him, and you could tell that there was something different. And you know, they brought him out for what. A minute maybe and he did his thing and then he left and that was it and so i think they could have probably used him a little bit better yeah um, build something up yeah like, absolutely have braun and, come out and destroy him yeah because you yeah or somebody come out man you haven't seen him forever yeah um and so he comes back out and it just didn't flow well now well okay so let's go to rumble let's go let's to rumble 2018 because uh every year so for me every year at the rumble i've learned to keep my expectations low. Because I always get super excited. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, man, there's going to be so many surprises. So many guys are going to be coming out that I haven't seen in years. And then it's never like that. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to get excited. I'm just going to deal with – I know it's going to be lackluster. And they exceeded my expectations by, like, a million. Because, well, the men's rumble, not stellar, yeah. I don't think. I mean, as far as, like, surprises or anything like that, which, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but just uh, the fact that Nakamura won, yes. I loved – yeah, um, but like, let's get back to the start of the card. Yeah, so AJ Styles taking on Owens and Zayn, love it, handicap match, love it. I think obviously AJ Styles is going to be one of the best wrestlers in history. Um, yeah, and and he is one of my favorites. I do of the current roster. I love AJ Styles. I just love his his attitude. I love his drive. Um, you know, uh, you know, you have the whole yep move. You know, the yep movement and, right. and everything like that. But I loved that match. I love that the fact that he said that he would take, you know, a handicap match and threw it out there and they took it serious and he went through it and he did it. Um there's no doubt that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are good. There's yes. no doubt Kevin Owens is a great heel. He's a great character. Um you know, he, he's one of those guys you're like I kind of like him but I kind of don't because he is a heel, but I do like him because he's such a good heel. Right. And uh you know, and Sami just doing the Sami thing, um I thought was great, but I absolutely I, I liked the match. I enjoyed it. I thought it was very well done. You know, when it comes to Owens and Zayn, like I, uh, 
in NXT, they were off the charts. Yeah. They were on top. In WWE, like on the main card, Owens definitely had his run there with Jericho. But Zayn, for me, just hasn't... I don't know if he's ever going to... I don't think he's ever going to get past where he is. Yeah. And I always say this about NXT. Like, there's certain guys who never should leave NXT. I get that you're, it's like a farm system to bring them up, but there's certain guys who like only, I think, are going to excel yeah. in that realm, and yeah. that's Sami Zayn to me. Yeah, and I, I would agree with that. I think that, um, you know, I think that obviously, you know, Kevin Owens, uh, you know, he came up and he's got it. Like, there's an it factor in wrestling. There yeah. really is. Um, and some guys have it, and some guys... Um, lack it and you know and not that it couldn't be you know not that couldn't be repackaged i mean look at you know look at bray wyatt i mean repackaged brought back did an amazing job so it can happen yeah but i um it all depends it, on yeah. how they like how they present them on camera though too because Absolutely. they just end up i feel like kevin owens just like man like if it was done a little bit better he would be top oh yeah i mean he is t- at the top of the yeah. card but not like the guy not the know? guy yeah and i just uh I hate to say this because Sammy's worked very hard, but when you watched this relationship, it's Sammy the sidekick, you know, and that's how I saw him. He's just a sidekick of yeah. of Kevin Owens, and that's kind of what I don't think that's what they were going for. But the more people I talk to, everybody has the same concept. Like he's just a sidekick of Kevin Owens because and so, he has no personality. You don't know who Sammy Zayn is. Yeah, like, he's you know, and he's you know, you're just trying to figure out what he's about. Yeah, and you really can't and. To, you know, they had to put him in a match with someone like AJ Styles to be able to make it such a high-profile match. Right. Um, you know, but I just, again, Styles just did it, man. He was just incredible. He's just, yeah. Um, on, you know, and yeah, he's, he's... On a different level. He is on a different level. If Sean was in, if Sean was still able to go, oh. if this was like 2008, yeah. and he was working Styles, I can't imagine... Oh, it'd be they'd phenomenal burn the house match. down. Oh, yeah, they would tear it down. And, and uh, Sean in his prime versus AJ, I think it would be one of those... It's one of those legendary matches that we like to imagine right. that would be one of the best matches that could ever happen. Yeah, one of those dream matches you'll never really get to see, but I mean, it's just imagining what would happen in the ring. It yeah. would be incredible. Um, going, I, I, just talking about Owens a little bit more. So, Dave, Wyatt, who's usually on Total Marks now, we're talking about this. We were saying, like, back in the day... Like, to make a wrestler really over, or, like, to have a really good heel or whatever, people used to have a gimmick. Like, they used yeah. to have something they'd carry with them. Like, Jimmy Hart had the megaphone. Yep. Hacksaw had the two-by-four. Like, everybody had something. Jake had a snake. Jake had the snake. And yep. it was like, man, Owens needs... Uh, not that I... Okay, so, my issue is, you have all of these guys coming out. They're putting on five-star matches, yes. right? The matches are unnecessarily good yep. for like for a raw or yeah. whatever it might be. And I'm like, yeah, they're putting on a great show, but the fans aren't caring because there's nothing to care about. It's yeah. like there's you can put on a great match, but unless you're giving these guys something to make the fans care about, it's hard. Yeah. So like Kevin Owens is there. Like he he's a great heel. I feel like he needs to change the outfit a little bit. I don't know what that what, what that would look like, but like he needs he needs something new with him. Yeah. And yeah. him with Jericho, it's like what you said about Zayn being uh, Owens' sidekick. It felt like Owens was Jericho's sidekick. Yeah. It didn't feel like they were equal. Yeah. Well, and you look at someone like Chris Jericho, who is just the man. You know, everyone 
everyone loves him even when he's a heel yeah. because it's Chris Jericho. He's so good. But you've watched him evolve and yeah. you've watched him, you know, he's gone from gimmick to gimmick to gimmick, and it's worked. Every it's like everything that he's done has worked from the from the light up jacket to right. coming in to, you know, to the insults of being able just to be great on the microphone yeah. um to you know the the list of Jericho which was his newest one that was great to the scarves. I mean, he just he knows what it he knows what it takes to get that and I think I think Kevin Owens can get there. Yeah. I, I, I'm really excited to see where Kevin Owens is going to go um, because I think that he does have it and he just does great. I watched the uh, one of the behind-the-scenes things that they did last year at WrestleMania yeah, I watched that too. with Kevin Owens. And the guy has passion. And when he doesn't perform well, it literally just gets in his mind. It gets into him. So you know that this guy has the drive to make it happen, and I think he's going to. Like that WrestleMania match with Jericho, yeah. and he walks back, and it's like he's talking to his dad when he yeah. talks to Vince. Like, Vince, what'd you think of the match? And Vince just goes, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> no he's dead. he wants that approval. Yeah, and he's yeah. looking for that approval. And and I admire that in someone who wants to give their best. Yeah. And they're like, all right, I didn't give my best. Well, what can I do now to make sure that happened? And then you know, and then he has this match, and then Vince approves and like that was great. You did a good job. So there's that redemption. But someone who can work from that point where Vince says no to where Vince says good job for you to work through those points. I mean, that's a work ethic. Yeah, that really can't be taught, and I think that uh, that's good. And what's crazy about this match is this match was just – it got a B rating. Um, so it was just a B rating with this match. You did have the incident where uh, Kevin Owens uh, had an injury – Per se, whether or not he did, we you know really don't know. Um, I think it was an intriguing dynamic to it to th- kind of throw that out there. Um, but again, I think that this is not the end of Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. No, no doubt. And I mean, it, did it hurt Owens and, uh, and Zayn? I know it wasn't like a clean finish. The ref took a shot and stuff like that. But still, to have them both lose to one guy, I mean, at least they're losing to AJ Styles. Yes. But it definitely it didn't make them look the best. No. Who, who took the pin? Was it Zayn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think he, you know, I think that he took the pin, um, and it was just it was one of these things where we we watched them, uh, you know, we you know we watched uh, uh, Styles be really gutsy with some of his moves um, and and everything that he did, and amidst all the chaos, it was actually. Um, I mean, I, actually, he pinned Owens because it was a roll-up pin oh, right, um, that, he, right. that he ended up pinning. But, like, you you know, you watched, like, Styles sending, um, you know, Sami Zayn off the off the thing with the, the hurricane um, and, yeah. and, and all these. I mean, it was it was it was fun to watch. Yeah. Was I like all up in the TV or all up in the screen? No. But it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. Yes. The one match that I didn't really, I, 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 I'll be honest, I missed pretty much the whole thing was the Usos and Gable and Benjamin. Yeah. Um, Usos, they're, they're great. They, they're they good workers. Oh, yeah. Shelton Benjamin's one of the best, I think, from as far as like an in-ring standpoint yeah. character, not so much. Yeah. And Chad Gable's great as well. Yeah. But um, I just wasn't, I just didn't care, and I was distracted the whole yeah, match. So yeah. Just like well, a, I kind of like would skip through to say like, all right, let's get it, like, let's go. Come on! I was I had a sense of like all right I'm not gonna I'm not really into this I just want to see like you get on to the rumble I want to get on to the next thing but I, I do want to I do want to talk about um, and I want to see what is, what is your opinion on Chad Gable um, because I've watched this guy and I think that he has something that that definitely could catch on um, he is phenomenal with his skill um, I think that he needs to work on his mic skills a little bit he needs to work on that but. Um, I think that I could easily become a Chad Gable fan right. um, if 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 he learns how to speak on the microphone, if he learns how to you know manage his character a little bit better. But there's no doubt the guy has the passion and has the drive 
and uh, he is he is very entertaining to see what he can do. And uh, these bursts of strength that he gets to throw these guys around, right. it's incredible. I just I feel like just like like everybody else, like everybody just has their name. They're yep. just this is I'm Chad Gable. Yeah, they're not like a character. Yeah, they're all there. There's so many. The, the WWE has never had so many fantastic workers on their roster in the history of the business. Yeah, the, it, guys, there's so many guys in that roster who can go out and put on an unbelievable 20 minute match, but that doesn't matter anymore. It's like yeah, great. It's yeah, great. You guys can all put on a great match, but why don't people care as much? You know, yeah. like. Bobby Lashley just came back, right? Yeah. Bobby Lashley, like, he just signed a contract. I never cared about Bobby Lashley because he's just Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Lashley. Yeah. Like, you need something. Like, so it's yeah. Chad Gable. Yeah, he's great in the ring. I love watching him work. But you need, there's got to be something else. Yeah. And they're just, so many guys are just missing that, whatever that other else thing is. And who knows what the reason is behind that? Is it a backstage thing? Is it the writers? Is it these guys not comfortable in becoming who they are? Is it the fact that, you know, back in the day, Stone Cold had a decade to become yeah. Oh, yeah. who he is, yeah. you know, before he was ever on the main roster. So these guys have maybe one, two, three years of experience, and they're thrown out. Not everybody can be Braun Strowman. No, no. And, but he has a character. He Braun does. Braun Strowman, he, yeah. he's a monster. He like, is he, a, the monster among men, absolutely. Yeah, so like you and, and you get that. It's like, oh, I get who this guy is. But yeah. when you have these guys come out, it's like I think of Cesaro and Sheamus, which we'll, we'll get to that match, but it's just like, who are you guys? Yeah, who are you? What yeah. Are you? <laughs> well, I mean, and, what are you doing? You know, so this was a two out of three falls match. Um, but anytime you stick the Usos in, you know they're going to be good. Yeah, um, they put because on because they're good. They they are a great tag team. They're in the family. They're yeah, the, the it, Rock's family. Yeah, and, and, good you know Rikishi, you know, yeah. and, and the Usos and the Rock. Um, but you know that they're going to be they're going to put on a great show because that's what they do. Um, and I think that you know I think that Jimmy and Jay are, are phenomenal. I think they're a great tag team. I think we got we're going to see a lot more from them. Um, you know, and the USO Penitentiary. I think that that's that right now it works for them and mm-hmm. it works really well. Um, you know, and I think that obviously on the flip side, Shelton Benjamin, um, the guy's an athlete. It's amazing that he's been gone for this long, comes back, and still looks just the same as he yeah, did looks, when he was first yeah, there. Yeah, other than his hair. I mean, right, uh, you know, yeah. he had he had that, what, bleached hair for a while? Yeah. Um, but he gets in that ring, and it's like he doesn't miss a step. Yeah. And that is impressive to be able to see that. But he's it's, he needs a character. He does, need a, what it is. He, he does need a character. So, and and I, I mean, I'm not sure what their initial plans were when they when they thought about bringing him back, if they were going to put him with Chad Gable. Um, I think if they found a thing for him, I think Shelton could do a great run on his own as a singles character. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I agree. It's just it's interesting to me that he was one of the guys. When they, when they SmackDown announced they were bringing back Shelton Benjamin, I was like, what? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then then they announced it's like, it's like it. Rhino coming back. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Well, they announced he was coming back, and then he actually got hurt. Right. And so it delayed him coming back even more. And then I cared even less. Yeah. And then like one night he just pops up while they're you know talking and doing an interview, and, and you're like, Shelton Benjamin. and there's Shelton Benjamin, you know. And so it was. <laughs> I think that they could have given him a little bit more of a of an entrance, but yeah. I mean, if that's what they want to do. Um, you know, that's what it is. But, uh, I, again, I think that, you know, the Usos continue to be an elite team. They continue to be a great team. Um, and so we'll see what, we'll see what happens down the road with them. I am happy with the tag team division. Yes. They are at least putting work oh, yeah. and they're keeping guys together. They're not letting, like, the bar. I did not expect Sheamus and Cesaro to be oh, together man. this long. Yeah. And they do, they put on some great matches, but, you know, it's just the, it's the part of, I just don't know what it is, but I just I, like the users. I kind of care about those dudes because they are a yeah. gimmick. They're a group. They're yep. a team, and you get it. So let's move to the rumble. Let's move to the rumble. Because let's this do is what it. you want to talk about. Oh yeah, let's let's talk about this rumble, man. So I'd never, I never. I, I don't know if anybody expected 
the men's rumble to be on first, yeah, and the women's no. to be on second. I, I was mad. I was like, "What? This yeah. is stupid." You're like, "Okay, what really is the headliner here? Like, what's going on?" And so that definitely, when I was watching it, and it came on right after. I was like, "Wow, really? Like, this, we're starting this already?" Yeah. Um, and so it was, you know, it was great. And I mean, dude, start with Rusev Day. You know, Rusev. And I he's love. Over. Rusev's oh, oh, over. people love Rusev. They used to can't. I mean, he used to be a I great hate heel. Him. I didn't like him. Yeah, he was a great heel, but. You're putting him now where, where people are literally cheering Rusev Day. And uh, WWE just actually put out a, a calendar where they have the whole calendar of Rusev. So you can order a calendar now of every day being Rusev Day. And it's like every month there's a thing with Rusev. See, and that's, he's getting over. He's getting over and people are loving it. I think that it's, it's, I think it's time now to make the break from um, you know uh, the guy that he's with um, blanking out. That English. Rusev's with? Yeah. Um, yeah. I- yeah. That's how much he's. That's how much he sticks out to me. Um, <laughs> I'm not even sure. Yeah, yeah I, and so you have, but I think Rusev with the whole thing, him coming in as uh, number one, and then and Balor number two. My my favorite, oh, dude. my absolute top guy right now in in WWE um, is Finn Balor. Um, from the day he emerged, um, for him being number two, I think that it was. Uh, I think that he. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Uh, I feel like Balor put card. on some size too. I mean, yeah, he, he looks, he's getting there. He looks more massive. Yeah, than he. he used to be. I think he's getting. I think he. I think he needs to, because um, he looked kind of small when he started. He's like, was like a buck eighty five. Yeah, like, he's a small dude. Yeah, so he's putting on some weight. But I think starting Rusev and starting Finn Balor, I think that was a good start. Um, you know, and then, uh, then Baron Corbin. Nah, never gonna happen. No, never gonna happen. I just this guy tries so hard. Um, and people just don't like him. No. Uh, he just doesn't get over very well with uh, with people. Um, there are so many memes <laughs> made of Baron really? Corbin out there, um, just about who you know about who he is, and um, he has the whole lone wolf thing going, and uh, uh, that that they think, and it appears that that's his thing, and that's working for him right now. Um, you know, but he came in and he laid out Rusev and he laid out, um, took out Rhino. Yeah. Took out Finn Balor. Took Which, out Rino looks yeah. like a, looks like a, a, a cereal box. Or he something. does look like, like, like yeah, <laughs> he's just a, like, body a, shape. yeah, like a refrigerator, like, like SpongeBob. Just, yeah, exactly. Like SpongeBob. <laughs> and, um, I mean, you know, and so you have, you have that whole thing going on. Um, and the more and more, um, that Elias, comes out the more and more i'm finding that i like him yeah i like elias um, he's got a gimmick he's well, got the guitar he's funny and like, elias is a big dude yeah like he's not small by any means no, no. elias is a big dude uh you know just a couple weeks ago i went to the live in state college uh WWE live and elias came out and do, he just put it on like he was hysterical um he had people rolling he was just bashing like penn state happy valley right. the whole thing um and he just he did great and i think that i think they have something with elias i think that the whole I think the gimmick's great. I think they have something oh, the that um, the guitar and yeah, the ring. Yeah, he, he has he has a gimmick. He's got a guitar. They let him be like you don't need to have a five star match. Do something funny. Yeah, like when Vicky Guerrero. We'll get to that. Yeah, but when she came out during the women's rumble, she did her thing. One of my favorite parts of the rumble, just because it was funny. Yeah, just and because it was just it's her man. Yeah. It's absolutely her. And so, um, you know, you have a you know you have um, you know Elias sang a song before he came in. Uh, man, Ty Dillinger did not even make it. Uh, and as number ten, and um, I thought it was great that they they put him at ten again. Yeah, um, I thought right. that was great that they did that. Um, I think Ty is going to be an up and coming star. I think that people can uh, grab to him. I think that he is a good character, um, you know. And so, but then you have Owens, uh, you know, coming, you know, wanting to come in, and you know, and 
Zayn stealing the spotlight. So I think that might be uh, a uh, something that can be happening between them. I hope that they play that story up. We'll see. Um, yeah. Tonight's SmackDown. Um, so we'll see kind of what happens with all of that. And then we have, uh, you know, Seth Rollins, who I'm a huge fan of as well. Cesaro came in, and then Shinsuke. Rollins seems like he's lost. He hasn't lost a step in the ring. Yeah. He's still on point. But, like, to go from Triple H's boy. Oh, yeah. And beating Triple H at Mania. And he's like, I don't know what happened to what? him. They dropped him down the card so far. And it's like he, him and Danny Ambrose. It's like they don't even exist yeah. anymore. Yeah. Well, and that's, and it's so, it's kind of shocking because, you know, I, I was watching, you know, some old highlights when, uh, you know, when Seth confronted, you know, Shane, or not Shane, he confronted uh, Triple H and Stephanie and the terminology, you know, I'm going to burn the house down and that whole thing. And what yeah. a great run Seth had. I know. But it's like they don't know what to do with him anymore. Yeah. They really don't. And I think that they can do so much more. Um, Seth is one of the top five guys they have. Oh, no doubt. Top five guys they have. Phenomenal performer. Um, he's too I, good of a worker. Too good of it's a worker. Like they, he's out there just doing the workhorse. Yeah. Matches. Yeah. So and it, to stick him where the, you know, with the whole Jason Jordan thing, um, it's like, it's like, what did you do? Did you do something bad? Because we're going to stick you with you. Like, did you say something you shouldn't have said? Like, it's like a discipline. Like you have to now be with Jason Jordan. Like it's like you're being punished. Exactly. And are you kidding me right now? I think something did happen. Something had to have happened, but it's just like, you know, so you, you stick Seth with them. Um, you know, obviously when Cesaro comes in again, Pound for pound, they say he's the strongest guy. Pound for pound, he is strong. Man. Um, you you look at him. I'd like to see Cesaro get a run for a title. Um, I really would. I think that the tag titles is great, but I think that he needs something a little bit more. I think he has it in him. People people do like him, even though he's part of the bar. Yeah. Um, I think that he needs to take a break from that. I think that you know him and uh, Sheamus have had this great run with the bar. But uh, Cesaro has it in him to be um, to be the top, and I think that they need to push him a little bit more. And I think that I think that it's I've been time. saying that for a long time with yeah. Cesaro. Yeah. Whenever him and Sheamus did the best of seven, and it was over, and they never had a winner. Remember that? Yeah. It was like oh they yeah. Kept like tying or whatever, and then fully put them together as a team. I'm like, God, when are they going to give Cesaro a shot? Yep. And. That was like two years ago. Yeah, and so you know, and that's and, <laughs> and that's still where he, on the team. And and they're still, still winning titles. Yeah, so they, I mean, oh yeah, and they're and they're doing. They have the great. They are. They have great chemistry together, which I think it's a great pairing. I think that you know they're they're winning titles. They're doing well, but like you look as you know you look at Sheamus, man. Sheamus had his time. Mm-hmm. You know, he had his time back in the day when he was the man. Um, you know, when he was you know too much, t- too quick. Yeah, yeah. You know, he came in. He was younger, and he was teaming up. Um, but Sheamus again is a workhorse. Um, yeah, puts in the work, does it, um, still rocking the mohawk, you know, still doing his whole thing. And uh, so you have, you know, you have uh, Cesaro come in, and then, you know, after that, the three members of the New Day in the ring at the same time mm-hmm. um, get a chance to dominate. Mm-hmm. But what we see is Jinder Mahal takes out Xavier Woods and Biggie. Jinder mm-hmm. Mahal, where are we at with him? What do you think about Jinder Mahal? Uh, I think that he looks amazing, and that's it. <laughs> he's he his his build looks. I mean, if he's not on steroids, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, because he's a freak of nature, and he also plays into the India crowd, which I know that like they that's a huge market. Yeah, obviously a billion people and the wrestling fans. So they need they need that guy. I, 
He's not a great worker by no. any means, but he looks great, and I think oh, that's, yeah. he's better than a great colleague. Well, yeah, let's put it that. let's put it this way: he's come a long way from yeah. from being in the the, the band. Yeah. You know when it was you know when he was with Heath Slater, because yeah. um, he wasn't jacked like that back then. No. And he Dude, has a character too. I like he's yeah. a good character. Like it's the, the modern day Maharaja. Yeah, I yeah. think, and I think that's and he's great. Got a, he's got a group with him. I'm yeah. glad that Vince is kind of bringing back the factions. Yeah, a little bit. I think like that's he's a good back thing. Groups. Yeah, because you have too many guys who are just solo running around like yeah. Miztourage. Like those things are great because yeah. guys coming out by themselves. Like you need more managers, and that's what those guys kind of are. Like they're oh, managers. Yeah. yeah, but the Rumble so. I, the point I'm going to make is, you know, it used to be back in the day if somebody had a match on the card, they were not in the Rumble. Yes, that's because I guess they had more wrestlers back then than yeah. than they do now. Yes, but we watching the women's Rumble, watching the guys Rumble. The women's Rumble was so good because there were so many surprises. Why can't the guys Rumble take out the guys who take out, uh, you know, take out Rollins, take out uh, Cesaro? The bar. Yeah, anybody who had a match that night, right. don't put them in and bring in. Yeah. Bring in a bunch of other. This yeah. is this is Royal Rumble weekend. Like, yeah, you had. I was in Philly on Saturday. There was this Icons of Wrestling convention. You had Billy Gunn there. Um, there was probably thirty or forty old school guys. Yeah, uh, Al Snow was there. You know, so many guys that could come out and be in that Rumble match. They could be there for just they. They're not going to win. Yeah, they're going to get tossed out. But it's the pop. It is get, the pop, and you keep the crowd happy instead yeah. of all three members. Of the, like we were saying, all three members of the New Day coming out. You don't need to do that. No, you don't need to it's do a that. Waste. And he, it's, and like Sammy, Sammy just wrestled. Like, so why does Sammy? Why does Sammy? What Zane is he need doing to, out there? Yeah, why does he need, he need to run out there? And I think that that's it. And so, but let, let's and you talk. Know he's not going to yeah, win. Yeah, and you know that. And so, but let's talk about let's talk about the the surprises that we did have. So we had the hurricane, hurricane who yeah. people just love. I mean, yeah. he was he was a superhero. Yeah, back in the day, like he was a superhero, and you know to see him and they did the whole John Cena looking at the hurricane, hurricane looking at John Cena, the whole you know this superhero versus that superhero. Right. Um. But back in the day, the people loved the hurricane. Hurricane beat the Rock. Hurricane beat the Rock. <laughs> he did that whole gimmick with the Rock. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, talking about throwing him over and doing this and doing that, and you go back and you watch hurricane videos and you laugh. Yeah. Um. Because I was always like. I mean, it's it's corny, funny. Yeah, but, yeah. but it was you know, but it brought that element in that time frame that needed to be there because there, like that was there was it was a raw, um, raw, uncut, un, like pretty much uncensored at some points uh, season of wrestling. And then you had yeah. him, and it was it Rosie, Rosie. Rosie. Yeah. You had him Which and Rosie. Rosie's dead now. I'm I think sure. yeah, I think Rosie passed away. Um, you know, but you have the hurricane who came in and, uh, he was only in for a cut, like, I think a, maybe a minute, maybe yeah. less, but that's all you need. That's you all you, you need. You just want to get the crowd popped. You want that, people to like go crazy. You do want people to go crazy. Absolutely. And, uh, and then you had Ray Mysterio. Yeah. And Ray, I'll tell you, I haven't seen Ray look that good. He looked like he did back in WCW before he won the title yeah. in WWE and like started doing steroids. Cause for a while there, Ray got yeah. Big. Yeah. And not taller because he couldn't get any taller, but he, he got, got wide. Bit, yeah, he got wide, but Ray looks good. Um, you know, he looks good for his age. I know he's been doing um, stuff with uh, Lucha Underground, yeah. um, you know, over the years, but Ray looked good. He, he looked lean. He looked for, for Yeah, and I think for the Royal Rumble, his pop was it. Um, he was the one that, that made everybody stand to their feet. Uh, I don't. I've never met anyone that says, "Oh, I don't like Rey Mysterio because this this guy just, can just do it." Yeah. Um. He's able to do things off the ropes. He's able to, uh, you know, the six one nine is a classic move that people love of Rey Mysterio. Uh. You know, he was huge in WCW, huge in WWE. Um. And I think that 
again, we could have had the opportunity to see so many more guys like him just come in, even if it's for one night. Yeah. Just pop in, be there, be around. Um, and we and you know we got him coming in. He did such a great job. Um, the only time anybody's ever hated Rey Mysterio was at the Rumble a few years ago when number thirty. Daniel yeah. Bryan hadn't yeah. come out yet. Yeah. Like, this is going to be Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And it's Rey Mysterio, and the crowd just cracked right. all oh, over yeah, it. <laughs> that's true. That is <laughs> the true. The only time ever yeah. that Rey Mysterio got booed. Yeah. And, and you, you know, so you had them come out, and they were, you know, they were, those were the two really, those were the two surprises. Yeah, that was it. I mean, I mean, you could consider like Gold Dust, like because he's an old school guy, but yeah. he's, he's still around. Yeah. Well, and then the other, I guess, surprise, quote unquote, um, Dolph Ziggler. Right. Who yeah, we just Dolph. were talking about that Dolph has the capability of being the HBK. But is he going to get the opportunity? Is the opportunity past no, him? It's past him for and, sure. And, and it's so uh, when, sad. When SmackDown, when Shane McMahon took over SmackDown and they brought Ziggler over, do you remember that? Yes. This a couple yep. of years ago. And they were priming Ziggler for the be, to be one of the top guys. They and were. I was like, good. He's finally going to get his shot. Yeah. And then what happened? He did get his shot. Didn't win the belt. He yeah. lost. Well, and then and then that was it. That well, yeah. And then you saw him kind of fade back into into the mid card, card yeah. to a mid card. And then they did this whole thing where he didn't know what his his thing was, his gimmick. Right. He'd come out with no music. He'd come out, and you know, and I think that I think that Dolph is frustrated. I think I that um, I think that he's trying to figure out where he fits. I just I I hope that he can he can find it. I just don't know if his time's passed or not. I think man, he's been around for. I mean, he was in the Spirit Squad. He was. And that the, was what almost fifteen years, years ago? ago. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So I just don't. Maybe it wasn't that long ago. It was somewhere. It was at least it was over a decade. That's for sure. Yeah, it was. And if he would have, I think if he would have hit it, he would have hit it by now. And I think that SmackDown rebranding would have been it, but. Yeah. yeah, when he came out, I was like, "Oh, great! There's Dolph. He's not going to do anything." And he didn't. He got thrown out yep. in like three minutes. Yes. Like, it, how are you going to bring him yeah, back and yeah. just get him chucked right out of the ring? It and doesn't I, make any sense. And it doesn't make any sense. I mean, and it's just some of those things. Like, you know, I think they could have done better with you had the Bray Wyatt and, and Matt Hardy thing, which um, Woken Matt Hardy. It's his character. It worked. It's a character. It worked. Yeah, it, I like it worked. It. Uh, him and Bray. I think it's a great thing going back and forth. Um, they fight each other, team up, both go over the ropes, boom, they're done. Um, you know, you have John Cena enters, uh, Rey Mysterio arrives, um, you know, Roman Reigns, you know, who people are just, uh, they don't know what to do with Roman. Um, do you know Roman has main evented as many WrestleManias as, was it Hulk Hogan? I believe. That can't I, be right. I, it's it's, it's, it's he, someone like that. three. Yeah, and I believe it. I believe it. Um, three in a row, and it's like, it's like. What is it about Roman? I guess kids love him. Yeah, I, I guess I, I yeah. don't know because I don't see him as the guy. Even yeah. though they've been priming him to be the guy forever now, I still don't see it in Roman Reigns. It's like yeah. he, he has the, he has the look, but he's never dropped. He still comes out to the Shield's theme song. Yep. He still wears the same outfit he wore in the Shield. Oh yeah, it's like the same thing. Like why haven't they ever done anything with him? Yeah, you and know, it's like there's there could be so much more. There is so much more, and the I the WWE. I'm just glad he didn't win. Yeah, the WWE. Yeah, me too. But you know, the WWE Nation doesn't know what to do with him. They boo him, but yet they cheer for him. But he's not Cena. He's yeah. not like no, on that level. No, at he's all. he's not on that level. But you see them boo him, but then when they do something like they cheer him. I mean, that's what that's what happened at live the other night. People booed him when he came in, but as soon as he started cleaning the house, people went nuts. Yeah, but so that's the, the you have that all the, all the older marks boom. Yeah, and then when he starts winning, all the kids cheer. Him. Yeah, it's yeah, like, you get the you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and so you have you have uh, Nakamura who is just a phenomenal wrestler, phenomenal guy comes in, does his thing, uh, ends up winning. 
Um, I was really hoping for. I was. I was so pushing for Balor. Uh, Finn Balor. I mean, he was in at like fifty-eight minutes or something. Yeah. So the Iron Man of the match yeah. did a great job. Cena throws. Usually, him. those aren't the ones who win. Yeah. Unless it's Flair or Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Unless it's Flair. And I was hoping they would go that route with him. Um, I think he he needs his his. He never got a shot back for the Universal Title. I think he needs it. I think he should go on with it. But you know what? Uh, I think they're setting something up with Finn. He had a match on Monday Night Raw last night. Uh, with Cena and great match went back and forth back and forth um, and people just are not about Cena anymore no. uh, not about, uh, yeah, his, in his mm, comeback run yeah they're really, just they're well, com- you're, you're also in Philly yeah yeah true Philly's gonna Philly, dump on him yeah Philly's gonna dump on him like crazy um, you know but they put on a great match Finn almost had it um, you know great match to have him but I was really happy to see that because last year's Rumble came down to four guys who were all like old school WWE guys. Yes. I was like, and I, at that point, I was like, I don't really care who wins this thing. But this yeah. year, they did it so well because they had Nakamura, Balor, Cena, Reigns, and yeah. they worked. Like it was. Oh like, yeah. The the final four men probably worked for a good fifteen minutes. Yeah. And I loved that because usually the Rumble's like people getting chucked out, and all of a sudden it's down to two or whatever. Yeah. They made it actually mean something. I was sad to see Balor go. Um, but I think he already has it. He doesn't need a, the Rumble win necessarily. He's already over. Yeah. I think Nakamura needed it. Cena definitely didn't need it. And yeah. if Reigns would have won that Rumble, it would've, I would have been. I, I, I would have laughed because of how ridiculous it would have been. Yes. But it would have made me angry. Yeah. So Nakamura, and Nakamura said he's never watched a Rumble. Yeah. He won the first Rumble he's never been a part of. And he's that's, never- <laughs> that's, that, that, that makes sense. So you're like, okay, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, the one moment, like I said, I wasn't exactly thrilled with how the Rumble went. But the one moment that was awesome is at one point um, you have Randy Orton, Cena, and Rey Mysterio standing there across from Reigns, yeah. uh, Balor, and Nakamura. One generation, the other generation. Yeah. That moment, as soon as they all were looking at each other, that's when I was like, you know, this is this is the generation to generation. Always been a Randy Orton guy. Love the fact he won last year. I like that he's growing his hair out. Yeah, I like he's growing his hair back out. Um, it's definitely neat. But Orton is always going to be like one of my guys I like that that has just – it was just great. I mean, I just – I've always liked Orton. Um, but that was a cool moment. It was like this generation, that generation, boom, right there. Yeah. Um, you know, the win sets up – Nakamura is going to set up with AJ Styles. AJ That'll Tweet. That'll be a WrestleMania classic. Classic. Um, AJ, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. AJ Styles well, still has it. AJ tweeted – that you know, last time they met, uh, Nakamura beat him. Okay, and he's been waiting however many days it's been seven hundred and some days. He's been waiting this long to get this match again. Going to be one for the ages. Totally excited. Um, I think AJ and I think Nakamura have what it takes to put on one of the best, if not um, one of the top three matches that could ever happen at WrestleMania. It'll so be really it, good. We'll have to wait and see how it goes. Uh, it's going to be a. It's going to be an excellent match, and that's the thing. Now, I, Nakamura has a character. Styles has a character, so I'm I'm, like, I'm, in, I'm invested. Yes, I want to see who wins that thing, and, and yeah. uh, whether either one of them, I'd be happy. So the funniest thing about this is how dead the crowd was after uh, the Rumble. Oh yeah, yeah. dead. Yeah, and, and they had to have expected that. So the bar taking on Rollins and uh, Jason Jordan was. As expected. Yeah. Nobody cared. Nobody. Yep. It was Jason just... Jordan's whole like I missed why he was so pouty on the outside. I guess he's a back injury, so we can't take yeah. bumps, I said. Yeah. But like it was really dumb. It did it, it nothing seemed to float it w- about that to me. Yeah. And well, and it was just the match was, you know, I I personally was not big about it. Um, you know, I, it just one of those things where Rollins had to fight off he had to fight off both of them because Jason Jordan was like you know, left, you know, left there and, the, you know, 
and so you have the medical staff looking at Jason Jordan while the Kingslayer's trying to fight, you know, these two guys. And the bar one, um, it was one of those matches where I kind of just was like, I'm just going to, you know, I watch it. I'm not really pumped about it. I'm not really excited about it. Yeah. But it was the perfect. Um, they knew it was going to be a dead crowd. Yeah. Throw that match out there. Let's get to Braun. Let's get to the ma- Oh, yeah. And Braun. Kane. I loved it. Insanely I loved every awesome. second of it. Lo- I, yep. Anytime Brock and Braun are in the ring together, I love it because the, oh, yeah. I think I think Brock thinks it's I think he wants it to be real. Yeah. I think he comes out to wrestle and he wants to hurt somebody yeah. and he wants to get hurt. Yeah. Like he enjoys that. And the one guy that can take it and the one guy that has the aggression is Braun Strowman. No doubt. You said it before we even started the podcast. Braun is one of the best big men that they'll ever have. Hands down. A guy that's that big that can drop kick you and that can fly off ropes and that and can missile jump drop and kick you. Oh him. man. It was uh, it was just insane. I loved that. They tore the house down. I think that was the highlight of the night for me. Um, and that kind of brought know, the crowd because the crowd was oh, yeah. so dead. And I thought, like, there's no way after this match they're going to be dead because they're going to beat the crap out of yep. each other until you, until they get you to pop. Yep, like, and that's, somebody's going to be cheering for this. Yeah, because, yeah, and it's it was just insane. You know, even, yeah, we talked about the dynamic of Kane throwing him in there just because he's that size, and he needed somebody had to lose, and it wasn't going to be Brock or Braun. Yes, so Kane, I knew yes. that I knew Kane was going to take the loss. Yes, it happened on Raw. Brock came down and gave him an F5. And I was like, well, Kane just powdered out with nothing happening. So he's going to lose. He's just there as the filler. Because I I hope it's Brock and Braun at Mania. I don't know. I hope so, too. Um, You know, one of my favorite parts, though, is, you know, Braun literally punches a steel chair out of Lesnar's hand. (laughs) He has a steel chair. Braun just punches it and looks at him. And you're like... What is this dude like? This guy is insane. Yeah. Like that's really a story. He just punched it out of Brock Lesnar. Yeah, you know. And uh, I think one of the, like, when Braun chucked that chair at Reigns that one time. Like, oh that? yeah, Reigns is coming at me. He just Threw the, the chair. chair and hit oh him. yeah, like the stuff. He's very innovative with what he does. Yes. And he also he he's he reminds me of like uh, as far as big men goes, like a Bam Bam Bigelow. Those guys who could who were big. Yeah, they could do anything the smaller guys could do. Yeah, could and he and he shows the that, ring. and then he's just he is so strong. One of my one of my favorite memories of Braun is the him and Brock in you know they're in the, he takes him to Suplex City once, rolls back up, just stares at Braun, and you see the look in Brock's face like, oh man, <laughs> what am I gonna do with this dude? Because this dude is just he just took my best shot. Yeah, you know, and I think that's great. I think that. I think it's going to be a Brock and Braun. I think they're going to fade Kane out of all this. Um, and I think, you know, because from what... Mayor Kane. Mayor Kane, he got to go be a mayor. And from what <laughs> from what you read and what you see, you know, not that everything on the internet is true um, and not that everything, you, you know, you read is true, but there is that possibility of um, the Beast going back to UFC for a period of time. If they do that, you know, does he drop the belt to Braun? Does Braun get his chance? Um, but, you know... I think Brock should just go to either Pride or some federation where he can do steroids because he keeps getting in trouble. He in does. UFC. He does keep <laughs> every getting time in he trouble. goes back and fights, he yeah. gets popped for something. Well, and we and we did talk about the the match where you you know where Braun missed the you know missed the kick and, and hit him in the side of the Need face. Him in the face, yeah. And then Brock just flats out oh. punches Braun in the head. And, thud. and you hear the, you like hear the thud, but what was more impressive than the thud is the look Braun got in his eyes. Then he was mad. He was mad. He's like, "All right, now I'm going to throw you around like I really know I can." And if there's one guy that can be throwing him around, that can throw Lesnar around, it's going to be Braun. Yeah. Um. There's just as big and as strong as Brock is. Um. Braun's going to toss him. As much as psychology is missing in a lot of wrestling now, because of like the you see like the. 
you know, guys taking huge these, these smaller guys doing huge spots, huge bumps, getting right back up. Yeah. The, the these big men, like they're really the psychology is great. Like Braun has Lesnar in the ring, power slams him once, and usually he'd go for a cover, but he's you know he stands up and he's like, this isn't going to take him out. I yeah. know one power slam's not going to beat him, yeah. so he lets him get back up and hits him with another one. It's like that's yeah. that's genius psychology. Like yep. you know this guy can't be beat with one. Yes, and then Kane comes in. And I love how they're playing the F5. Yep. You get hit with an F5, you're finished. Yeah, you're not I, kicking out. Well, and I think that's how it should be. Except for he put uh, he put Bra- Braun with an F5 through the table. Yeah, and Braun, Braun gets God's back up. up. But and and pushes it. You he pushed the announce table out oh, right, on, 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 on him. Yeah, yeah. What does he do? He gets right back up. And I think that's what you're, you're seeing for one of the first times. Um, Brock Lesnar. I won't say scared. But I will say nervous. Well, it was the Goldberg scenario last yeah. year. Like last well, year, yeah, he was... yeah. And Goldberg is Goldberg, man. I mean, it's it's one of those things where he always had Brock's number, and yeah. that's always going to be. But, but you weren't going to get a great match. With no, Braun, you can get a great match. Well, and Goldberg's older, so Goldberg's not going to be able to take it to the limit. Where Braun, Braun is this guy that's going to take Brock to the limit, and it's going to be an amazing thing. And so, I can't wait. best match of the night. Yeah, best match of the night, no doubt. And and then on to the first ever. In history, Royal Rumble for women. Which I thought was going to be horrible. Yeah. I'll be honest, and I've said this before in this podcast, but I've never been a big fan of women's wrestling. I just doesn't it doesn't make me excited, but I'll tell you it's it's starting to grow on me because they're getting women in there. I guess the reason I never liked it is because I grew up like through the nineties when women's wrestling was almost like a joke. Yeah. It was I mean, you had Jackie, you had Trish Stratus, who could actually work. Yeah. But not to the level of the guys, and it just the matches weren't believable to me. Yeah. But now you have Sasha Banks, you have Oscar, yeah, you have Becky, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. Oh yeah. Um, that new girl. Uh, what's her name? Sane. Uh, she was great. She's yeah. an NXT yeah. girl. Yeah. She's she came excellent. in and yeah. She's like an like a Tekken yep. character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But and what I think about, I I was watching this and I was thinking back how Kyrie. I think yeah. Kyrie Sane's her name. Yeah. Kyrie Sane, phenomenal. Did a great job, and I think that I watching. I'm watching this, and I'm thinking, man, like back. You rewind back in the day. There are a few women from the Attitude Era that were divas that would have been great in this era to hang with these women, um, you know. But what what you saw and what you watched, man, you saw a lot of uh, Attitude Era uh, WWE divas, yeah. women that that blazed the trail, uh, come in. And you know, be there, and so, and that's uh, what made it work. And that's what made it work. You got, you know, and you, and I think it was great that they had Alexa and Charlotte sitting there, um, watching every move, watching it all. I thought that was great. Um, you know, Sasha Banks is one of the best. She's in, yeah, Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch, one of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have them, you know, going at it, and they begin to, you know, to fight. Um, then you find Lita comes in. Everyone is always going to love Alita. She was the hot. She was one of the only high flying uh, women. Uh, she, you know, when she was when she was with the Hardy Boys, they had yeah. that whole run. Then she did the rated R superstar uh, relationship. Yeah, and that, and was, that was one of the most controversial. I mean, I, yeah, that was a point in wrestling where I was like, "Wow, this is this is going far. This is going real far." Yeah, and it yeah. was. It was a good moment in wrestling because it was very real, like yes. the Matt Hardy thing. But Lita looked. A little out of shape. The moonsault scared me. Yeah, I was. I thought she, I, yeah, I thought she was too. She cut it a little bit close. But like then Molly Holly coming out, I thought was hilarious. I loved it. I loved Tori Wilson. Yes. Uh, Michelle McCool cleaned house. Oh, she cleaned house. Kelly Kelly. I mean, being the Undertaker's yeah. wife doesn't hurt anything. Yeah, I'm sure. And they're <laughs> all cheering Taker while she's going. Right. You know, while she's doing it. That was the funny thing about the Rumble. It's like yeah. the women's Rumble was. 
the the crowd cheering for the husbands yep. or boyfriends of all of the women. Yeah. Like, that's what the whole thing was. Yeah. Well, you had you know you had Michelle McCool. She took out four women within a matter of minutes of being there. And she's big, like tall. Yeah, she's I mean. a very she's very tall. Her and Kelly Kelly, they they seem to be very tall. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one thing that you do see, other than like uh, like Anaya Jacks, um, Nia has height. Charlotte Flair has height. The rest of the divas. Um, there may be one or two that are, have some height to them, but the rest of the divas are pretty short. Yeah. Um, they they're they're not tall, so you saw the height advantage with all of them and all of it going on. Um, but then we talked about one of your moments that you loved, Vicky Guerrero. Yeah, I mean, it's a great comedy moment. Absolutely, it, you knew she wasn't going to do anything in no. the ring, but it yeah. was just hilarious to have her come out. Yeah, the ex- and- excuse me. <laughs> yeah, just that that oh that you hear that voice and that pitch, and you're just like it just oh it sends you back, man. And uh, yeah. I loved loved the fact. She knocked out Carmella with her right. own with her own ca- uh, briefcase yeah. for Money in the Bank. Classic, classic Guerrero. And Carmella, loved it. I feel like Carmella is one of the worst female wrestlers they have. I, I never, I've never watched her work really. Yeah, because I don't women's wrestling. I usually fast forward through it unless it's like Sasha Banks or Charlotte. Like, I know they're going to put on a good match. But yeah, man, Carmella is not good. It yeah. was just like it was very shaky in there. And, it was um, very shaky, you it, know, and 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 it's just like so you were kind of like about it and then uh Jacqueline comes out which was, <laughs> Jack- she didn't last long. I nope. thought she'd be in there a little no, longer. No, Jacqueline did not last long, but then what I absolutely another moment where you just it's that euphoria of of like wow, you have Nia Jax standing face to face with Beth Phoenix. Yeah. The Glamazon Back to back, they're looking at each other, and you're like, "Man, this this is that's a match." Uh, Nia Jax is is just phenomenal. Um, I love her character. Um, you know, I love how she does. But you know, you have the Glamazon that's in there, and they're standing face to face, and um, they both respect each other. Um, on Twitter, they were going back and forth, thanking each other for the moment um, because that's a moment that you you would have never really thought to put together. Right. And the WWE creative team put it together, and it was just absolutely awesome to see them standing face to face, two powerhouses. Um, I loved it. That's, that that's why that's why this women's rumble worked. And yes. I was I was thinking to myself, this is gonna be it's gonna be hard to get through because I was thinking, I, I who am I who's gonna come out that I'm gonna like get crazy about? Who's gonna come out and I'm gonna think, wow, I can't believe that person's there. Yeah. And you know, that happened over and over again in their rumble and the guys rumble, which is it's not yeah. They just didn't they don't have that because what you want to see in the rumble is that my favorite parts are when an old timer comes back and faces off with a new guy. So, yeah. And you're like, Oh, you would, this yeah. is like a dream match you'd never see happen. Absolutely. But right here in the rumble can happen for a couple of moments. Yes, and you know, and the old guy doesn't need to win. He doesn't need to throw the new there's guy no, out. And there's no pinfall. But if he does, if he does, you love it. You yeah. love the fact that he throws him out. And so, you know, when you had that moment with, with Beth Phoenix and Nia Jax, just absolutely awesome. Um and then you have uh you know, Oscar, Carmella, and then number thirty, Trish Stratus. Yeah. Who she will she I was, I, was pu- I was pushing for a lunge blaze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a how, that place would have went nuts if that would have happened. Uh, but I think Trish got a bigger pop. Trish got I, a was, bigger pop. Good. Um I think Trish will go down as the greatest um, one of the greatest that has ever been. I mean, she was a trailblazer. Oh yeah, no doubt. She, uh, her matches that she had with Mickey James, um, they got they got the face they off. They got the face off. But that moment was absolutely awesome. And I think that um, you know Trish uh, does a great job when she comes back when she returns. Um, the younger generation respects her because of what she's done. The older generation loved her because that's who that's who those women, those girls that watched WWE in the Attitude Era, that's who they always cheered for. So yeah. to have her come in at number 30 while the ring's still kind of full, yeah. um, I thought it was great. 
I thought it was great. And the Bellas coming back, Bellas I think they back. I think they served a great purpose as fodder yeah. for Oscar. Yes. Because you knew that she, that Oscar was going to win. The yeah. Bellas weren't going to win this thing. Oh well, yeah. And, and they it, got Sasha Banks out without Oscar throwing her out. Yes. Which I thought was cool. I thought that was great. Um but then Nikki turned on her own sister. Yeah. Through her. You knew out, right then. And you know that's going to set up something that's going to happen. Um you know that, that I could care less about. Yeah, and uh. it's just like, you know, total divas thing. Go ahead. Yeah. Um you know, but then you have the Empress of Tomorrow sitting there with Nikki and uh last woman standing and it's they they do it they do they go great back and forth but all of a sudden Asuka has the win uh not as the, she should as she should um and I think and she New did. Japan is very happy yeah you they, got Nakamura they, right, and Asuka yeah and I think it's great I think it's great for um viewership I think it was great for for that um, and you know I, I'm telling you this right now and this is me just like imagining what Vince McMahon thinks he sees New Japan getting hot yeah. he sees Jericho and Omega yes. he knows like big things are happening over there and they're getting a lot of attention so what does he do? he pulls the attention back he pulls the attention back with Smart, two old brilliant. New Japan workers yeah. winning the Rumble back. brilliant it was like brilliant it so makes sense it makes sense and it was and it was great that you know that she won because now she's like you know even as of last night she had the match with Sasha still undefeated Great match with Sasha. One one of the greatest matches that I've seen in a while with the women. Sasha somehow um, didn't die. So, yeah, that with that, head, with that, that with hitting that head first, man. I really thought she was going to be hurt. But props to Sasha for jumping back up and just taking it and, and doing that. And so you watch this match at the end of the Royal Rumble. You have you know you have the champions come in the ring. Asuka is looking back and forth. And then you think it's going to end. You think it's going to be awesome. And then it just gets crapped on. Well, so here's the thing. And right? it's just – and uh, I had said earlier in the night, yeah. when we were watching the Rumble, I had said, I'm going to – and I just said this as a joke to get some, some people to laugh. But I was like, I'm not going to be happy with this Rumble unless Ronda Rousey comes out. Yeah. And I said it kind of in jest. Yeah. Because I thought the Rumble, the female Rumble match was not going to be good. So it yeah. was going to need to be saved by a Rousey appearance. Yeah. Turns out it didn't need to it be saved. almost ruined it yeah. because the rumble was so good that the thing that you wanted to happen happened. You got the two champs, Charlotte and Alexa, standing in between uh, Oscar. With, with Oscar. And yeah. I'm thinking, like, this is a perfect ending. Then that music hits. And you're like, okay. And the crowd pops. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, what are they going to do? And I guess if Rousey would have come out and done something other than smile. And point like it was yeah. such a corny point. Yeah, because la- if you remember last time she was in with The Rock, and she like hit Triple H, smacked Stephanie in the next week. When you saw that, there was no smile. That was like, I am Ronda Rousey. Yeah, but that's so, when she was on top of her game in the and, UFC. Yeah, yeah, and so she, uh, you know, the UFC thing. She had a great run. Will be one of the greatest women champions of UFC. No one can take that away from her. Yeah, but I think if she'd have brought the same attitude to that, but here is my problem. Give Asuka the moment. She had it for a moment. Moment. But give her more than that. Give her the ending. Yeah. Why can't you bring Ronda Rousey out? Have her interrupt Asuka on Monday Night Raw. Make it big. Make it pop. Yeah. Um, it you- feels like it was... I feel like the women didn't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, from the tweets that were coming out and yeah, stuff, I feel like yeah. it was like a, a, a covert operation. Yeah. And... Um, you know, this is just my speculation. I think that Rousey smiled so much because I think she knew if she came out and gave a stern face, going to shake hands with Oscar, and Oscar says yeah. no, and the fans love Oscar. Yeah, and they love Alexa, even though she's a heel and yeah. Charlotte because they're all respected. Yes, 
I think she didn't want to get booed. Yeah, and that, I think it would have like killed her confidence. And, and that, and that could have because I, she lost. Because in UFC, she lost those two fights. Yeah, people were ripping into her. The media yeah. tore her apart. I don't think she could handle. That's why she yeah. like disappeared out of the limelight. Yeah. So I think if she came out there and would have been like tough Ronda Rousey, and that's gotten very booed, true. It would have hurt her. Yeah, like just her personally. Oh yeah, and so we can we can see that, and so. You know, she comes out with this Roddy Rod Piper jacket, kind with of the, the logo and with everything. the logo, which I, I I found out that Roddy Rod Piper, I think his son, met Ronda before she went in, gave him the jacket of of Roddy Rod. It's a little big, it's a little big, but said, "Hey, here's the jacket. This is what she's going with." So, let's see what she does. Yeah, you know, I, I wasn't happy that they they should have gave Oscar the moment, but let's see what Ronda does. I think she'll have a great run. Um, it's going to bring a ton of attention to the women's division. It, it will. It'll bring a ton of attention to that. Who knows if they're going to, you know, the rumors are her and Rock versus Triple H and Stephanie and some type of thing. Um, yeah, but I now I read that Rock's not going to be at Mania most yeah. likely. It might be Braun, which yeah. would, I would not want yeah. Braun in that spot. No, Braun, Braun doesn't need that spot. Braun has his light, you know, so put someone else there. But I also heard Rousey and um, Charlotte. And then it would be Asuka and Alexa, which if there's anybody who could carry, carry Ronda through a match, it would be Charlotte. Yes. But, you know, I, I just think that Rousey's coming in at a bad time. Yeah. Because women's wrestling is it's... really competitive right now, and there's a lot of women who can really go. Yeah. And they, they've been doing women's wrestling for such a long time, and it's always been lackluster for so long. Now it's actually getting closer to the men. You know what I mean? Cuz like yeah. the 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 competition level, the actual in-ring skill level was never close. And now it's getting close. Yeah. I mean they're they are phenomenal. And Rousey's going to come in there and have to win the belt. Yeah, she's well, not going to Yeah, cuz a name like her, you know, but you know, she's a phenomenal athlete. The one thing that I I don't like is I don't like that you know, media fans, uh, you know, she had such a great run in UFC. And then when she didn't win, they destroyed her. And I, I just personally, I just don't like that because yeah. you did so well. You did awesome. You were it for your season and you will always be that. You will always have that season because guess what? There's, you know, Brock's the best fighter now. Guess what? In a couple of years, someone's going to come and be the best. Mm -hmm. You know, so you're always going to be replaced by someone who's better than you. But the fact is this, like, I felt bad for Ronda. Like you said, she faded out of the limelight. She didn't know how to take, you know, take the take the loss. Um, so we'll see how she does. She has a lot of competition that's phenomenal. Charlotte Flair is one of the best in-ring women performers. Being able to do what she does, how she does, she is one of the best. Alexa's phenomenal. Um, Oxa, uh, uh, you got um, uh, you know everyone. Sasha, yeah, I mean, Sasha, also good. you know, and and you you know, and then you know you got Lana who <laughs> Lana's just funny to watch. She's yeah. just funny, and I she's mean, over because of Rusev. Yes, I mean. and she's over. So you have that, but we'll see where Ronda fits, and we'll kind of go from that point forward and, and just see how she operates and does with this. I, I think she's gonna have a really tough time. Yeah, I think she's gonna have because. Who knows? I mean, who knows if she's been training a lot, but, you know, you can't just... It's just like punk going from wrestling into yeah. MMA. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, wrestling's not real, yeah. right? But it's like, you got to have some skill in there. Yeah. you got to be able to make it believable. You yeah. can't just go out there and goof off and... Well, I mean, she's a she's a fighter, so obviously she has legitimacy like Brock Lesnar does. Yes. So I, I, I would hope they would use her in that role where she wouldn't really wrestle as much as she would fight people. Yes. And try to get them in holds and use the arm bars or finisher, I would assume. Yeah. Um, and if she does that, that would be the move. But if she's in there trying to go with, like, Sasha Banks yeah. or Asuka, I mean, you can pretty much forget that. She's yeah. going to need years of training before she gets to that level. Yeah, well, and I think that, you know, unless she has been training and we don't know about it, um, some of these people can pick up pretty quickly. 
Um, natural athletes can usually pick up other True. sports, other things pretty quickly, but we're just going to have to wait and see how she does. Um, the whole part of it, it's going to bring uh, more viewers that were Ronda fans into this, see how she does. Oh, um, the media attention. I mean, yeah, it's like. It's, it was all over media. It was everywhere. And so, uh, you know, I think that her being there, um, you know, and being able to be signed on, I think that's a huge thing. And I think we'll, we'll kind of see how it goes. I mean, I don't know what's going to be bigger, her being signed or Coachman being signed back. I'm not too sure how this, uh, you know, I'm not sure how this is going to go, you, you gotta, know. You got to so, throw a rib out there. To yeah. The podcast. Yeah. Out, just kind of throw, throw it out there, you know, Coachman back for a year signed oh on my god you know taking they're putting booker back on the, you know on the pre-shows and, and oh, doing man, some see, other no, stuff i love i love booker t as an announcer i, do I too. think he, he's one of because he's a different voice yeah he offers like a different flair to the whole thing and coachman always bored the living daylight yeah out of me. so we'll, just, we'll see you know um sometimes you know sometimes you see Corey graves does a great job he's good um kind of michael cole michael cole's always going to do a good job because this is what michael cole does um, you know, but sometimes uh, you see that. So we'll see what happens, man. I think that it's a it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Um, you know, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I look forward to going home at night and watching Monday Night Raw, watching SmackDown. I, I look forward to these things uh, to see where they're going to go with the next gimmick and this and that. But NXT's got a lot of talent coming up too. They signed a lot of good people. Um, you know, they got a lot of great guys that are going to be coming through. And so I think that um, I think this next season is going to be pretty sweet. Yeah, it's definitely shaping up, and it's WrestleMania season. It, it always is. heats up. They always Road do something great. Road to WrestleMania. Yeah, it's always good. And after that, I usually stop watching for a few months because it's always downhill from there. Yeah, but building yeah. up to WrestleMania is always exciting, man. I, I agree. So on a scale of 1 to 10, um, I'm going to put this Rumble, especially compared to la- past Rumbles, I'd put it up around like an 8. Like There was solid matches the whole way through besides the bar match, but I mean that was after the men's Rumble. Yeah. You couldn't really ask for a five-star match there but keeping my interest throughout the night solid i give it an, an easy eight yeah i would say if the women's match was not so good if the women's rumble was not so good i would give it a six yeah um that it all but, hinged on that but because the women's rumble was so good and i'm not like a, a huge women's wrestling fan like i'm really not but that was it was just good wrestling um i thought that was great and uh i i, I would put it at i would put it right at eight with you because of that and because of the results of how hard and how awesome those divas did. Yeah. Um, they really did. And, then, and if they would have put the women's on first, now looking back on it, it's a good thing they saved it for the main yeah, event. Yeah, it is a good thing. Because it was the right move. Because it was they would the right have the move. Men's rumbling, I mean, of course, Nakamura would have won. People would have gone home happy. Yes. But this was the right way to finish it off. It was the right way to finish it off. And I think that it was. I think that was just a great thing. And I think that the Braun, the Braun Kane uh, you know, in Brock match, I think that that helped elevate um, from the quietness after the rumble and everything yeah. that helped elevate it back up. Yeah. So, um, you know, now we look for the elimination chamber. Uh, next exciting big thing coming. First ever women's elimination chamber. So these women are making moves in WWE. Yeah. Um, I applaud them. I think they're doing a great job. It's awesome to see them as, you know, fans being able, as young kids being able to progress through, uh, through NXT into WWE. Um, and I applaud them. I think they did great. Um, and we'll see where, where this ends up here in a couple of months at cool. WrestleMania. Cool, man. Well, Micah, thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Thanks for talking wrestling with me the first time ever. You got a lot of enthusiasm for it, too, which I love. Yes, I, I do. I love it. I get, you know, my wife doesn't get it, and I'm just like, listen, I, I don't get the bachelor and I don't get the bachelorette, but that's okay. This is, this is one <laughs> of my, I, my things. That's what I told, uh, Nini, my wife, cause I was, uh, 
she always busts on me for wrestling, but I told her, I was like, because I went to see over the weekend before uh, the Rumble on Saturday, I went to see Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson. I went to watch a live podcast. That's yeah. how much of a mark I am. So my buddy Dave and I go to watch this. Uh, we'll have an episode about this coming up. But we went to watch a live podcast. If you listen to Something to Wrestle, do you listen to that podcast at all? No, I have, to ch- I have to check it out. It's so good. It's just Bruce Pritchard was Vince's right-hand man from like 87 to 2008 okay so he like was beside vince all those years and like tells all the stories all yeah. the inside stuff so and the live shows they bring out special guests and all this but i told my wife i'm like hey i'm gonna i got a chance to go to philly to watch uh, a live podcast and she's like what what do you mean a live i'm like they're gonna be talking <laughs> about wrestling live she's like it's not a wrestling show i'm like no they're just talking they're about it. wrestling yeah, and, and you, re- like, you really want to go to this Rob? Drive four hours back and four hours there to go watch a live podcast. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I don't get this wrestling. Yeah. Thing. Well, and it's... I'm like, I'm like, Nina, you've watched Grey's Anatomy and Nurse Jackie on repeat, season after season, season over. And, yeah. And I don't understand that. Yeah. But whatever. Well, and this is this <laughs> is girls just don't get it. well, and this is one thing that I tried to explain to you know to my wife and to other people that don't get it. Yeah. You know, as a kid. You know, you have your superheroes that you like, your right. Spider-Man, your Superman, your Batman. But then when you watch wrestling, it's a different level of superheroes. Yeah. It's a different level of, man, like, I have these characters that I love. I, like the, I have these characters I connect to. Um, and so I, I deal, you know, as you know, we've done podcasts in the past. I deal with a lot of a lot of teenage boys, a lot of middle school boys. I work with, you know, a nonprofit with teenagers. But right. these boys, man, this is their thing. They love to talk about it because it gives them it gives them hope. It gives them something to look forward to each week to watch, to cheer for and they might not have a lot to cheer for anywhere else but here they have heroes they have villains they have stories they connect with they have characters that they love yeah that hasn't changed and i don't know if it'll ever change because i'm the same way right it can i connected with me at a kid as a kid it connected with you as a kid and it's something where we will always have that and i think you know like i i'm gonna be a fan till probably you know forever and my kids will probably be fans and max will probably be a fan you know your son and so it's one of these things that it's just it's our it's a a love that you catch on to well see and i'm i'm more of a cynical wrestling fan you're you're a very positive wrestling i am a positive fan i can be extremely cynical um but whenever something good happens i also praise it like and and rumble was solid the whole way through and i thought it was just an excellent show so all right let's wrap this thing up we've got a couple of sponsors we got to mention before we uh, close the show out sounds good oh that was loud shout out to juice downtown holidaysburg at the juice bar on facebook and instagram j-o-o-s the juice bar cold pressed juice and smoothies uh, all made fresh to order, all made in-house, super good for your body, super good for Just your Just went health. for the first time last week. Did you really? Went up and got one. Phenomenal. Really enjoyed it. Great little spot. They are super good. Um, and, and Jen, who runs the place, she's been on the podcast twice. She's like a wealth of knowledge when oh, it comes man. to nutrition. Yeah. She knows. So listen to those podcasts because she has so much information that I had to go back and re-listen just so I could retain what she was oh, telling yeah. me. Um, and also, shout out to Harley Quinn Pepper Yoga. And you've done some yoga, right? DDP yoga. <laughs> DDP yoga guy. I have done myself. it. I have done it before. Yeah. Any form of yoga you decide to do, uh, I highly suggest it because it's just it's great for your body, great for your mental state. Yeah. And your stamina and just your conditioning. Uh, yoga is super important, especially if you lift weights. Like it's you have to. Yeah. I always felt throughout the years I always should have tied yoga in. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. I did. Yeah. I wouldn't be as hurt. My shoulder wouldn't be messed up. My back wouldn't be messed oh, up. Oh yeah. If I would have kept that up. But um, search Harlequin Pepper Yoga in the App Store or Google Play. That's H-A-R-L-E-Q-U-I-N. Aaron, she's located in downtown Holidaysburg, 320 Allegheny Street. 
Find Harlequin Pepper Yoga on Facebook and Instagram, and you can call her up at 814-931-9815. That's the podcast. Micah, Total Marks, thank you, my friend. Absolutely. It's been too sweet, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's been just too sweet. We still have time before the outro. We should have timed that better. We should have timed that better. Let's let's try it again. Ready? Ready? Here we go. It's just too too sweet. There we go. Perfect. (laughs) That's brutal.